episode 5959 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast coming to you from the Sunshine Coast in Queensland and research in Victoria. What's going to be coming to you from the beaches? Funny story. Hey, Scotty. <laughs> no, not really. Well, it depends <laughs> really? which way you look at it. You know, you can either laugh or cry and we're choosing to laugh about it. Yes, because crying doesn't seem like much fun on a Monday morning or a Tuesday even. And so the very fact that this is episode 5959 gives it away a little bit. Just a tad. So this was the Parkrun Adventurers Listener Meetup episode. We all took off on an adventure to the Beaches Parkrun. We had an awesome weekend. We had a great live recording up at the Cook's. Hills, is that what it was called? Cook's something? Cook's Hill Surf Club, yeah. Yep, yep. So it was really well organised by uh, Sonia Pullman and the event team at the beaches. We had a big crew in attendance listening to what was just a hilarious hour of fun-filled mayhem. And shenanigans. Massive, yeah. massive fun had by all the um, the huge crowd. It was It was giant. And the thing is, you'll have to take our word for it. What happens at Palm 19 stays on Palm 19, mostly. Yep. So we did kind of threat threaten this. Well, I put a couple of subtle threats um, throughout the last couple of weeks, but um, we have a recording of what happened from Saturday morning. <laughs> for the archives. Uh, so there, yeah, there is, there is an audio file. It's got noise on it. Um, just there most are some waveforms. Yeah, just most of it we can't use. <laughs> well, we could use it, but it would frustrate the shit out of you guys trying to hear the bits and pieces that come in and out. So I'll quickly explain what happened. Um, last year we had a great setup. Uh, we went and hired it. We got a professional to do it. Um, we had Adam along and he was monitoring the audio and making sure everything was recording. This year we, we were so confident in our abilities that we decided to cut a few corners and ditch Adam as the uh, monitoring of the recording. Leave the roadies and, at home, don't pay for yeah. any help. <laughs> it was a great idea at the time. Mm. <laughs> great idea at the time. Didn't work on the day. I was very nervous um, I tested it the night before. Everything worked well. I, t- I sort of sort of probably didn't test it enough on the morning. I just saw that I was recording something but didn't actually listen to what I was recording. So unfortunately, what I was recording was a bit off mic. We've got a little bit. We're going to be using some of it. But what I thought we'd do, Mel, is let's try and relive the morning because we've captured some audio. I had a chat to Robbo after Parkrun and, and a couple of the um, – the Beaches Park Runners, or one one Beaches Park Runner. Uh, Melissa Ellis was there from the Channel 5 News crew. She got a, a roving report with a couple of other parkrun adventurers. We have Greta doing a roving report from Narracourt that launched on the weekend. And we've also, the, the audio that we interviewed with Michael, the event director from the Beaches, is usable. So should we kick things off with that? Let's do that. Let's let's yep. start sharing some of the highlights from the weekend. But we're here at the beaches, so I want to bring up Michael, who's your head director. Tops off for those <laughs> in person, but uh, for the podcast, they can't see it. So, Michael, you've been on the podcast before. You've told your story. We've interviewed you when we had the eating interviews. 
Um, so we're going to relive it all again. <laughs> this is Johannes Parker. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I was a nervous wreck on, I think it's episode 53, so yeah. Whoop. Mumbled and splattered my way through it. I can do it now. <laughs> like I said, we're all amongst friends. Right? And we can, I can edit out the bad news. <laughs> I say that anyway to all our guests. It's like if it gets messy, if you say something wrong, we'll edit it out. How many times have I edited something out now? Um, well, how many times have you not edited things? Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of work editing stuff. Out, so. <laughs> so just don't make any mistakes, Michael. <laughs> no, no pressure. No. So tell us, tell us the history of the beaches. Because I know when we interviewed you, like it was just starting out, it was this sort of thing you went on the beach and not many people were coming, but now they're like a hit for this morning and every time I look at the photos, there's more and more people. Yeah, um, so it was set up, I wasn't here when it was set up, so it was set up by our founding event director, Emily Highway, or Emily Boslin now, and, um, and Dave Appleby. I love running on the sands and it's close to home, so I, I come along every week and there was not many regulars at all, and um, and then soccer season started, so I put my hand up to volunteer, and I said, I can do it any week you want. They said, well, how about every week? <laughs> <laughs> so I volunteered for about 10 weeks straight, and um, and then I got earmarked for a run director. And because I was, there was not that many regulars here, our, our uh, event team was run directors from other park runs in the region. But I started lugging the gear around from week to week, and. Um, and Emily becomes sick and then pregnant, um, so she just handed the reins over to me. Uh, we we had numbers as low as six, so so everyone got top top six finish that day. <laughs> and um and uh and up to New Year's Day this year, which, which was the new New Year double, and we had six forty four. So we're in the top ten for for most people at event, and we're probably in the top ten for the least that are at event as well. That's crazy. Absolutely crazy. But also, <laughs> when did Bridget come on board as your co-ED? So Bridget's been here for a couple of years now. Time's flown, hasn't seemed look like that long. And Bridget does an amazing job. She does all the work in the background and and um and I'm and I'm here regularly so it seems like I get the glory for it. Bridget <laughs> does all the hard work, let me tell you. And we've got a great team, um, team of run directors too, and we're taking more on at the moment because we've had some one of our RDs is it's just moved to the UK and, and a few others have moved on, so, so a few new ones were training up as well too. Can you describe the course choice? Because this year we've noticed a big spike in our listenership from the UK. There was another podcast that was launched and I think they helped our numbers. So can you describe like the beaches park run? Like what is it? Describe the Australian beach. So, so it's, our course can be really easy, but it can be extremely tough. We um, often put out a claim to Manball Park Run that we're the toughest in Australia, and um, and and uh, when we get when we get big swell and a high tide, we run in the soft sand and waist deep water. That's that's our that's our extreme tough. But six hours later, when it's low tide, it's, uh, and if there's no waves, it can be just like as fast as running on the footpath. My course PB here is only 25 seconds slower than 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 running. Um, on a flat park run elsewhere, so. I'm here to endorse the toughest park run in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have done Nambour Park Run, course B, and I've just done the normal one as well. My finish time at Nambour last time was about an hour 20, 
and I believe I took the course record today with the hour and 27 along with Tracy who was power walking. So something like that, yep. Yep, yep, yeah. definitely our course record. Well, thank you, Michael, and the crew, your team who are here. So we'll set the scene for that interview, Mel. Michael was going for a swim. <laughs> we were all getting ready to record. Uh, Michael wanted to have a quick swim with his mates, called out, said come upstairs, hence the reference to being tops off. Michael was already for a swim. Wearing a beach towel. Shorts, <laughs> wearing a beach towel uh, while I interviewed him. Still had his naked runner's headband on though. Now, something else that we did on the weekend, Scotty, was you asked me how my park run was and I asked you how yours was. I think people still want to know. I think even though... Uh, you know, we might be repeating ourselves for some people, the ones that were there. I, th- I think we should still cover this. Okay. So, Mel, how was your parkrun weekend? My parkrun weekend was awesome. I did the Beaches parkrun on Saturday. Uh, I set a personal record for myself and I'm claiming it, even though technically the towel walker was behind me, so she gets the record, but... It's, it was a course record for the beaches as well of the longest finish time ever recorded at their event in uh, 217 events. That is not a small achievement. That is, I think, fairly substantial. And I would like to thank the people that made that possible, which were the volunteers who stuck around waiting for me to finish, all 33 weeks pregnant of me. Um it was what they classify as a three out of five in difficulty uh, in terms of being high tide with the soft sand and things like that. Definitely got my feet wet. Um, can report I got my undies wet also. A couple of waves, unexpected, came in a little bit higher than <laughs> um, than I thought. They come from the side and if you're not paying attention, if you're like just watching where you're going, you can get taken out. And I did see some people get taken out and uh, one person in particular actually lost his glasses um, when he got taken out by a wave. But yeah, it was uh, number 217 for my Wilson Index, which I've been chasing like adamantly for a very long time. So that was very important. And um, seventh different event for the year takes me up to 77 on the most events list. But... The best part of all, apart from having awesome company and um, really enjoying the morning, I was, yes, I was slow. I'm sort of struggling with some pregnancy muscular type issues at the moment. Um, Fortunately, the soft sand was great for the impact and the pain in my calves detracted from those other pregnancy type pains. So um, it was great. Loved it. Totally confirm that um, adding that extra seven minutes onto my previous longest time um, for me puts the beaches as the hardest park run in Australia when it's on a high tide. Hmm. Well, there was a lot of debate around how difficult it was on the weekend. I also found it extremely difficult. I am, as we know, carrying a little bit of an injury. And it just got progressively sore and sore throughout the run. But my little review of the beaches is that it's – and then we were, we were privileged on the day that we knew so many people there who were coming to visit for the podcast. But there's, there's so many opportunities for the high five because it is out and back, out and back. And everyone's struggling <laughs> with the soft sand and dodging the waves coming in. 
But um, like, I don't think anybody's really racing. So even the boys and girls up front, they had a big smile on their face and were happy to uh, receive and give a high five as well. So I really enjoyed that aspect of it. Yeah, got heaps as of well high as on yeah, as well as the the waves coming in. So I think on my second. Uh, lap out, a big one came in, and I was on the verge of uh, toppling over as well, Mel. It was only that, um, you know, embarrassment that an adrenaline adrenaline kicked in that stopped me from not uh, going ass over tit. You've got to love embarrassment for keeping you vertical. Yeah, yeah. But I was in the white shorts. I was in the Parkrun Adventurers Christmas singlet. Quite a combination. Probably won't match those two outfits again so that was a you you had to be there to see that there were so many so many ugly christmas singlets in the wild i think that's probably the most i've ever seen at a single event and um from all different states as well like the owners were from all different states and territories i will comment that white white shorts at the beach where waves and things come in that is an interesting choice um (laughs) I'm just going to leave that comment there. Yep. Yeah, well, so I got a lot of criticism on social media for my outfit the week before at Parkrun. I pulled out a nice uh, green and grey combination of short shorts, and some people found them amusing or appalling, I'm not sure. Um, so I thought I'd uh, go a bit longer and a bit brighter this week with the white. You did try on a, a very interesting ensemble that had short shorts that had chilies all over it before we left the house. Um, <laughs> I think you made the. Re- I still haven't unleashed my chili shorts. No, I, you know what? I think everyone's going to be following you for the fashion, running fashion on the field with Scotty Trickett because you're a trendsetter, Scotty. I, I think yep. we should all be watching you very closely in the future. You watch, Mel. You watch white shorts. Like if you see them uh, outside of the them. tennis, <laughs> well, they are my tennis shorts. Yes, but what I, what I also liked about um, the beaches is like the fact that it's set on a beach. I know that's obvious, but so afterwards you you go up and grab a coffee, and then you you have your coffee, and we had it, the surf club put on a sausage sizzle for us. Interesting offering at the Sausage Sizzle Mill, and I know this doesn't appeal to you, and uh, I'm the only Parkrun podcast presenter who can talk about it because out of the six presenters who present a Parkrun podcast, I'm the only one who is not a vegetarian. Interesting fact. However, you did start out your podcasting journey as a vegetarian. I did. You've just um, changed your affiliations. And I've changed, and I've changed, and I enjoyed a sausage sandwich at the barbecue from the surf club on Saturday, which is, it was different. It's part of an Aussie experience, I think. Yeah, I think I'd I'd still prefer the sausage and bread combination, but the uh, sausage sandwich. Well, is it not the same thing, just presented differently? Two pieces of bread instead of one? Yeah, it was two pieces of bread, and the sausages cut cut up in thirds, and you eat it like a hamburger, but... I'm a traditionalist, Mel. I just wanted to. You like have your a pigs and blankets. Yep, yep. Um, but but getting back to it, so you have your coffee by the beach, the blue skies. It was, there was it a was pot of beautiful. dolphins before we started. Yep, yep. So there's there's many more attractions to the beaches park run than just running on the soft sand and in the water. You know, we did get our feet wet, but we enjoyed the sights and sounds of a, an Australian beach on a Sunday Saturday morning. Saturday morning, so. 
It was awesome. Now, I caught up with Post Run with Robbo. Should we have a listen to that chat? Because Robbo honoured us. He, he, he had a busy weekend. He was running the marathon on the Sunday. He had his wife's birthday. So he couldn't stick around for um, the recording. But I took the opportunity to catch up with our old mate Robbo. He's been on the podcast a lot. He's part of the history of our show. So I thought it was... Um, and the, and the history of the chat. region of runners where we were visiting over the weekend. And we talk about that. So let's listen. Because you couldn't join us live in person, quick review of the beaches. You were saying earlier, toughest beaches park run you've ever done. Yeah. And I did remarkably well to keep running the whole way. Up until this weekend, Scotty, I've avoided a high tide beaches park run. Uh, but no, I've done it now with you. And together we've endured what is easily the hardest park run you'll ever find on the planet. Yeah. As a, I'm bringing it back to me here. Forget, forget <laughs> park run. As a physio, to run 5K on soft sand, with a torn hamstring. Is that something you advise? Uh, no, no, generally not, but I, I did get a thorough history from you on lap one, and uh, and I must admit I didn't didn't ur- uh, urge you to stop running, so no, I was interested to... I was actually marvelling at the fact that you could move so freely, Scotty, and I think ultimately maybe in a weird way it was a, it did you a favour. It worked the calves a bit and left the hamstrings to actually, to relax and yeah, repair. You're right, the calves are burning. It's got to load things. I can't, yeah. I can't feel the hamstrings, so that's good. Now, a quick, quick history of... Um, the region of runners. So I wanted to talk to you about this yep. on the pod. Self-proclaimed. Yeah, self-proclaimed. And outwards, outwardly proclaimed as well. Yeah, but you're, you're a great promoter, so you're a great promoter. So you start things. And then bugger off. <laughs> and then bugger off. So you, do, you, do, you, do you lay claim to the success of the region of runners not, and park run? Not at all. My, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't happen without you, right? Oh, this right. is your opportunity. That's kind of you to say. But I will declare now on Park Run Adventures that I was keen to start a park run uh, within mere metres of my home <laughs> for purely selfish re- reasons. I was sold, as we all are, on the on the concept of it and wanted one nearby and, yeah, knew it would be great for our community and had a feeling Newcastle would take to it um, maybe, yeah, quicker and stronger than, than even other big cities and, yeah. and that proved to be, be right. But, no, I don't take credit for it at all. Yeah, had a little bit of an idea. It would have come anyway. Someone, someone else would have selfishly brought it to, to Newcastle, so... Uh, but it is nice to see so many people enjoying it and so many outsiders, tourists like yourself, mate, that are here today, 30, 40-odd tourists coming just just for parkrun. If yeah. parkrun didn't exist, you wouldn't be here. And it's, It brings nothing but good goodness to the world. And, uh, yeah, all credit to uh, everyone involved. What I liked is we were at the Bowls Club last night and the regular folk there, they knew that the parkrun crew were in town. Like, they knew what parkrun was. <laughs> yeah. You do that in most other towns. <laughs> yeah. They wouldn't have any idea. But they'd say, oh, you guys have a parkrun. That was kind of nice. Carring- they- I'm, I'm, I'm glad you got the taste of the Carrington Bowler. You get a few a few uh, colourful types in there. But, yeah, they're proud of it. Yeah. They're proud of it. It used to be probably a bit of a pain for them because they couldn't get a park on a Saturday morning. But now they, they really do embrace it. And, yeah, the locals are very proud. And that wider region of runners concept, which we cheekily tagged from the beginning... Um, has really developed into something people yeah, are proud of and, and will and we'll, uh, we'll gladly uh, tell the world about. Well, thanks for running with me, keeping me on track. Um, great to see you again. And uh, we've got to get you back on the podcast maybe when the next big thing's happening. Good luck tomorrow as well, thanks. running a marathon. Thanks, mate. Two lapper today, three lapper tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, happy running, happy park running. Thanks, Scotty. Great. What you need to run on here is in the middle of winter when it's only three degrees and the eye and the sand is like ice and it's high tide and pouring rain. That that is an, that is the ultimate park run. Yeah.
Okay, that's a good local tip. You're local? Yeah. Okay. My home park run. This is your home park run. Yeah. So Robbo was... T- I'm still recording. Yeah. So Robbo was telling me the, the beach park runners here are considered the most loyal out of the whole region of runners. So you're passionate about your home event. Very passionate about my home event. But see, I have a celebrity mother. Who is? Colleen O'Shea. She's the oldest oh. park runner. <laughs> Is Colleen here with us? No, Colleen runs at Fingal Bay. Okay. Okay. He did. She will be 90 in October. Yep. And she's still doing park run. And there's only one other lady that we know of in the same age bracket who runs at Fowrell, and that's Norma. Norma, I've met Norma. Yeah. Great character. Yes, we went down to celebrate her 100th. Oh, did you? Yeah. Mother and family all went down. Great, great. So at the moment, I have a cousin who runs in New Zealand mm. at Western Park Springs. Okay. She got into it when she came and visited us. So now she's a loyal park runner. She was there for the first run at Western Springs in Auckland. Yeah. And she's one of their locals. There you go. That's so, awesome. Another, yeah. another passionate park runner. Yeah, in the exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for the, the local tip about the cold sand in winter. Yeah. I'll make sure I avoid it. <laughs> I'm glad I'm here in autumn. And it doesn't stop there, Mel. So Melissa Ellis, who came up, she's batting 100% in attendance at the listener meetups. And she did a roving report post-park run on the beach. You can hear the waves in the background. She catches up with two great park run adventurers. So let's throw it to Melissa. Good morning, park run adventurers. It's Melissa here, and I'm coming to you from the beaches. Woo! Woo! We're at the Palm 19. Um... The Parkrun Adventures Listener Meetup, and I've got with me Mike Scott. Hi, Mike. Hi there, Mike. And Caro Voss. Hi. Now, have you come today especially for the Listener Meetup? I have indeed. And where is your home parkrun? Woi woi. So, yeah, how, and how long did it take to come down? To go, oh, it's probably about an hour and a half ish drive. Oh, it's practically. Yeah, yeah. I don't, no, on you're, my doorstep. On my doorstep, man. Had you done the beaches before? I hadn't. It's been on my list, and when I heard it was coming up, I'm like, perfect excuse. Yes, and I met you last year at um, Shell Harbour. Yes, yes. So what have you been up to? Ah, <laughs> oh, I've been up to, let's see. I um, I went to my sister's wedding, so I did a couple park runs in South Africa. Oh, nice. Including uh, a thousand hills. That was an interesting park run. That was, yeah, trail, windy course, absolutely beautiful. Nice. Yeah, and I'm going back end of this year to tick off my, uh, my Amshalanga there. Yeah. Oh. Other than that, just, um, yeah, I've started run directing at Woi Woi and... Um, just being, yeah, doing as much adventure as I can. Yeah, congratulations along on the fundraising. <sighs> it's a big step, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> like, we've got a, a fairly big team, so it's only a couple of times a year I'm doing it, so it's not too, not too fi- stressful. How did you find the beach today? Oh, it was awesome. Like, it, it's obviously tough on the sand, but the views just make up for it, don't, don't they? They do, yeah. yeah. And Mike, you're a local here. I am. Only 20 minutes drive. And what's your home park run? Uh, Lake View, which I'm trying to get up to the top of my my total my total run list. You know, currently from history it was Lake Mac, but I'm trying to get my Lake View to have more runs there. So. Are you chasing P indexes? Uh, P indexes, uh, not. I'm not close to it. I'm actually more close chasing Wilson Wilson numbers. 40, 45, and forty nine are the next two. Wow! So you've got a high Wilson index. I do. Congratulations. Thank you, Don. <laughs> uh, and um, so how many times have you ran at the beaches? Oh, I think, I think it's, it, must, it must be getting close to double figures, I think. Okay. 
Okay. And I've done it. This is this is not bad. This is a tough day. Um, I have done it when it's been a fuller tide than this, and we've had to do a shortened course and three laps. I was surprised. That was hard. Um, never ran completely on the beach before for a run, and yeah, that was the yeah. longest five k's ever. Oh, <laughs> oh beautiful! Not I was like pleased breaking forty minutes. Ah, okay. Just. And you're a bit of an adventure as well. Yeah, hundred. 100 plus runs around the place. Nice. New, New South Wales, one of five statesmen in New South Wales. Um, I don't know how many people are territorians, but I've done all of them in the ACT as well. So how many um, New South Wales statesmen are here? There were... No, today? Like... Today there were two. two. Okay. And one, increase. I, was, I was the only... So there were two running and one volunteering. The timekeeper, Aaron, Aaron Hardy, was here, and Chris Fraser and I were here. Uh, running the course and the two girls from Lawson weren't here. They, okay. they, they were at, uh, I caught up with them at, at Run West last week. We certainly got a beautiful day. Um, it was foggy this morning and it's all lifting it was now. It a stunning day. The sun's out. Yeah. It's gorgeous. We've had a barbecue. Um, the surf club's put on a sausage sizzle, which is good. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks for talking to me. Thank you. Thank you, Dom. Well, we had a lot of other fun shenanigans going on and the Quizmaster Simon Mackley returned with some fabulous questions for our um, defending champion, Brendan Peel, and we had three other volunteers from the audience being Michael Scott, Caro Voss and Michael Schultz. So that was very cool. We, we brought back the uh, buzzers from last year. So we had tambourine triangle one of those clown horns that goes honka honka and uh, a little bell that buzzes um and that was fun once again uh audio got a little bit frazzled between the overexcited participants answering before we could get the microphones to them as it turns out microphones weren't really working very well anyway <laughs> so it's a moot point um the outcome though is scotty Brendan Peel retains his title, remains the carryover champion. We need a challenger. I thought Schultz, he would have given him a real run for his money. Oh, look, and there was a bit of a um, – I don't know how much of it was response times to pressing buzzers versus um, actually knowing the answers. I do remember watching the very first question and all four participants were just like standing there dumbfounded thinking and you could see the wheels turning while they were all poised to press their buzzer and I, I actually encouraged them to somebody to buzz in and then think about it a little bit more before they answered but yeah I don't know we we, we do need somebody to step up and say you know what I can take Brendan Peel down look we'll, we'll try and take you back the first question was name three park runs with river in their name and I kind of think that's the sort of one that you can fudge pretty quickly because, you know, you only need to have one and then and say it out loud and then the other one's probably come to you. It's the pressure. It's the pressure it of the, the moment. Pressure. The audience, the quiz master, Simon, all waiting on your answer. You don't want to be the first one to stuff it up. <laughs> so, but it was a good quiz. So thanks again uh, to Simon. For organising and hosting that. Yeah, yeah. And so what we also did is we 
we introduced the Channel 5 News crew. So there was a large contingent in the audience and we thought it was a great opportunity to get to meet them and ask a few questions because one thing we've done is that um, in the past with the Pearl Illustration, we've asked for your feedback and we, we genuinely use that to, to shape the podcast, which I've said before. And we recently asked for some iTunes reviews. And when the most recent iTunes reviews came in, I will just quote a couple for you. Love listening to roving reports from park runs around the country was one. Channel 5 News Crew Blitz It was another. And enjoy the roving reports. Want to visit Victory Heights after the interview with the ED. And I can relate to that comment because I'm, so do I. I'm, I'm putting Victory Heights on the um, on the list now that there's a, a vacancy after the, the beaches has departed. Um, and so they bring so much value to our podcast. We'd like to expand the Channel 5 News Crew. So we awarded them press passes, official press passes, so it's all legit. They're all they're legit news something. crew members, and they also have their their own microphones now. Yes, to be yep. heading out and about on the um, on the roving report fields. But also, and we, and we wanted to thank them, didn't we, Scotty, for for their different voices and the interest and diversity that they contribute to the podcast. And five out of eight being there in person—that's that's a record as well. And we also, yeah, we use the opportunity to get to know them a bit more, um, but we also use the opportunity to introduce your replacement. Um, we all know Lyndall Murray. And when you say, let me Lyndall. let me just clarify. I, I know you've just introduced <laughs> Lyndall, but let's look, let's go back. Use the word replacement. Um, I would like to use the word sub or um, – Sub, yeah. okay. She's, I know it's a sensitive topic. She's subbing while I'm off. Yep. Um, She'll be taking care of the microphone while I am taking care of a small backer. So we tested our banter out. I think it went okay. Yep. You I had think some, Lil and I are going to be okay. You had some good energy between the two of you. It was great to see. I'm sure she'll do a fabulous job. Yep. So Lyndall will be joining me in a couple of weeks' time. Hopefully not getting too comfortable, Lyndall. <laughs> okay. I do have intentions to come back, whether or not Scotty has <laughs> intentions to let me. Yeah. No, you can come back, Mel. You can come back. Oh, thanks. It's very kind of you not to upset the pregnant lady. Meanwhile, uh, we were sad that we didn't have three of the Channel 5 News crew there. That was PK, Greta and Mark. However, Greta made up for it by attending a launch at Narracourt Lakes Park Run. Uh, no, 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 no. Narracourt Lake. There's only one. It's not pluralised. Um, Shall we listen to her roving report from there, Scotty? Let's take it away, Greta. Hey, Scott and Mel and Parkrun Adventurers, it's Greta here. And yes, I know it's been a long time since I've submitted a roving report. Um, so this week I went to visit Narracourt, but I wanted to do a bit of a prelude to my report just to kind of do a shout out to a few things that are really exciting that are happening this weekend. Um, so, so sorry I can't be with you at Palm 19. I'm so jelly. You're going to have such a great time. Um, so I hope that's going really, really well. Um, and also happy anniversary to Parkrun in Australia. Um, this time last year I actually had the pleasure of 
of um, celebrating the seventh anniversary at Main Beach. Um, and so shout out to, to you guys at Main Beach um, this year and um, happy anniversary to you and happy anniversary to Australian Park Run. Um, and the other really exciting thing, of course, is um, the launch of um, Park Run Japan. So a really, really exciting weekend um, for Park Run in general um, and also exciting in South Australia because we get to launch a new event. So, But I'm here at the launch of the Narracourt Lake Park Run. Um, so Narracourt Lake Park Run is in Narracourt, which is in sort of the southeast of South Australia. It's about oh, 340 k's sort of southeast of Adelaide um, and sort of slightly north, maybe 100 k's north of Mount Gambia. Um, and it's in what's called sort of the lime, limestone coast area of South Australia. So I'm going to go and do the run and see if I can find some people to talk to afterwards. All right, so I'm now here at Poke Post Park Run Coffee and I'm here with Marg who is the event director for Narracourt Lake Park Run. Congratulations on a really successful launch Marg. Thank you very much. It's been a great day. Mm. It's been fantastic. Absolutely beautiful day and must I say you've got a really really beautiful course. It's absolutely gorgeous. So tell me about how we came to arrive at today. What's been the journey for you in terms of Park Run getting this one up and running? So um, from Narracourt's point of view, it's taken a little while. It's 2016 it was started, the adventure, and uh, uh, went to council um, and a group of people, they got together and, and got a half-organised course, was all, all organised, um, but then it just went quiet. So it was a matter of I just decided to pick it up. It was probably because of my sister who made me do park runs, but... Uh, uh, Eventually, I love it too. So, uh, uh, and just found there was a need for Narracourt to have a park run. So, um, yeah. So from November on, I've been developing a little bit more fine tuning of the course. And so you were you were on a mission from November. Yes, correct. I did actually want to get it done by uh, February, but uh, here we are in April. But uh, oh, that's, that's close. That's close. I think we'll give you that one. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was all. It's been good though. So, so did uh, some fine tuning of the course. Of the course, yeah. So uh, just uh, with Phil um, Acton, the ambassador for Southeast, uh, he um, we just had to fine tune the course a bit, do a little bit more um, distance to it. So, but uh, yeah, and it's made it interesting, I think. So it is. It is a beautiful course. So for the listeners, I might get you to describe the course for us because it, it it is absolutely gorgeous. It's through bushland absolutely so so we start at the swimming lake which is uh, sort of a known place in Narracourt um, and run along the creek up a hill which is a little bit challenging because it's a it's a slow hill but that's okay and then um, to, and it's all gravel track but uh, through that out that there's trees and there's so you have a lot of bird life um, wallabies and occasionally you do get a couple of reptiles, but uh, not at this time of the year. So, but uh, and then you go down at, back towards the swimming lake and do a turnaround and do the anti uh, the clockwise uh, turnaround. So, it all um, 
flows on from there. So, But it's a very pretty place at the nature park. Oh, it's absolutely gorgeous. You're so lucky to have a place like that. And it's probably the kind of park run you'd sort of call a semi-trail, isn't it? Correct, yeah. yeah. So it has the rough spots to it, a little bit of sand and a little bit of bogginess, but that's okay. I think everyone enjoyed it by the sound of things today, so that was a great encouraging sign. Yes. Absolutely, absolutely. And you mentioned earlier that you've done a few park runs, so what's your park run journey? <laughs> um, well, I started probably four years ago and uh, just uh, did occasionally, but whenever I travel, I tend to do a park run. So in Queensland, I've done a couple, you know, around the South Australia, I've done a few, so it's just been a, a really nice thing to do because you always meet pe- really lovely people along the way and you always try and track yourself with the next runner and um, you always have a chat so it's a fantastic thing to do, get up and running yeah so and now you've brought that to Naracool I know I know and it's been really interesting in that um, I just thought we'd, it's for the community but looking at today and how many people have come in from afar it's just been lovely to see that so it's it's actually more than just the community event it's more of a national event which is fantastic yes so you're you're part of the parkrun family now (laughs) (laughs) there's no getting away from it now (laughs) it's forever (laughs) but it's a lovely thing to be involved in so uh, yeah no it's been good well well done congratulations on a very successful launch i know it's a lot of work getting a parkrun up and running so thank you for all of the effort that you've put into that because I know it's all voluntary Um, so thank you for bringing it to your community congratulations on an extremely successful launch I think it was wonderful Um, great coffee (laughs) lovely lovely place to come for post post parkrun coffee Um, and all the best for the continued success of Narracourt Lakes Parkrun yes thank you very much yeah it should be good okay I'm now here with Stephanie hi Stephanie how you going hi Greta Good things. Did you enjoy your park run this morning? Was great. Yeah, it was really good to support their first park run here this morning. It was awesome. Now you're not a local, are you? Where are you from? Um, Bagara in Queensland. You are a long way from home. We're travelling Australia at the moment, so we try to make Saturdays our pit stop for park runs wherever we are. So last night we were actually out of town. We drove in this morning, 28 k's to come back into the park run. Nice. That's commitment. And, and so where's next? Um, next is somewhere down in the York Peninsula <laughs> and then um, Port Augusta. So probably it could either be Goolwa or Strathalbyn, they're both on the York Peninsula. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Or oh, York Peninsula. Yes. Ah, okay, so they're on the Flurio Peninsula, so York Peninsula could be Port Broughton or Edithburg. Yeah. Doesn't really it's not, it's not, <laughs> I, it's I not sit in the car either. and go where I'm meant to go. <laughs> So you're planning your trips around um, park runs? We do. We try to plan um, that we're somewhere where there's a park run every Saturday. Either we have to jump over somewhere or go back. Nice. Um, it just makes us exercise like we used to do daily when we weren't travelling. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we'll, our last one will be Port Augusta in a few weeks oh, and then yes. we head up the centre and we won't get to do any for till September. Oh my goodness. How will you cope? I don't know. I think we might have to try and get something happening where we're going to work up in um, Lawn Hill, Adele's Grove. We might have to try and get some running group together. Maybe a pop-up park run. (laughs) That'd be good, wouldn't it? It would be good if they had those. (laughs) You could always pop your own up. Yeah, that's right. We we can make call it an alias park run. And so how long have you been park running? 
Um, probably about two and a half years, I suppose. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we started in Bundaberg and then our hometown got Wambagara, but we've done them all over the place now. Yeah, so, yeah. So yeah. you've been travelling for a while. Twelve months we've been on the road. Oh, lovely, lovely. And most Saturdays do you manage to find a park run? Yeah, we go through stages where there's nothing near us, which is a little disappointing, but... Yeah. Yeah, we just try our best to do them when we can. Yeah, so. and this was a beautiful one today. I don't know about you, but I really enjoyed this one. It was really lovely. It's nice because you do get to run around different places um, and see different scenery, different part of the town. Meet different people. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And you know, last week we ran in uh, Portland. It oh, was yes. freezing cold. <laughs> But the people were amazing. They were so welcoming, just like here. It's amazing. It's yeah, great. Yeah, you know, you've got friends all around Australia. Yeah, people doing the same thing. So yeah, yeah. walking, running, whatever they want to do. Well, thank you so much for coming to the launch of the Narracourt Lake. Narracourt Lake Park Run. And have a lovely holiday. We will. How awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Greta. <laughs> okay, so I'm now here with... Molly. And you are on timing today, Molly. I am timing today. And yes. I'm here with Marion. And Marion, you're doing tokens. I am. Yeah. And Fiona. And you're marshalling and taking and, photos? Yeah, I'm the photographer today. Excellent. <laughs> Thank you so much for volunteering, girls. No worries. So you're all local um, to Narracourt? All locals. Yes. Yep. 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 Uh, we work with Margie, so we thought we'd help her out because she's um, organised all of this and it's wonderful. So, yeah, it's nice to see a good turnout today. Yeah. Everyone's come from far, which is, which is good. Yep. It's been a great turnout. It's been wonderful. And have you been involved with Parkrun for a while? Uh, I've just been helping Margie out. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, no, just sort of yeah. supporting oh, her. Oh, we've got someone finishing. You guys better do your jobs. <laughs> Here we go. Woohoo! Yeah, supporting Margie to get it all finished and... Yeah. And it's a beautiful, it's absolutely gorgeous day today and it was beautiful out there on the track when you were taking photos. Yeah, it is a beautiful setting. So I've done a few park runs before. Have you? So Narracourt is my old hometown, so I've been up in Queensland for quite a few years doing park runs up there. Yeah, which ones have you done up there? So I've done the runs around the Gold Coast Yeah. and up in Cairns on holidays. Yeah. And you would have done, Main, have you ever done Main Beach? It's their yes. birthday today. So, yes, I've done Main Beach quite a few times. Yep. Um so this course, I guess, is almost comparable to Main Beach in that it's all off-road. Yes, it is. So it's a great course for runners to come out and it's a beautiful setting. And when I heard that they were trying to get parkrun off the ground, I wanted to help out and see if I could help them as well because I think it's a really good thing for the community. Well, it's fantastic. I mean, I think during the welcome speech this morning, half of the people, more than half, put up their hand to say they were visitors. Oh, more than half. Yeah, more I, th- half. I think so. And I think it's very good because... Um, oh, next week. Come, come and join us next week. Because <laughs> uh, ball sports are probably, and team sports are probably a very big thing in this area and not everyone can do those. So it's very good for the community to have something like park run where people don't have to run, they can walk. And it's very accessible, isn't it? Yeah. It is, and it's a great way to meet lots of people with like-minded interests. Yep. Yeah. So. Well, thank you so much for no stepping up and helping out, helping Margie get the park run up and running. I'm going to have a chat to her later. So thank you for chatting to no me. No worries. Thank you. I don't know about you. Have you ever been to Narracourt, Scotty? I have. I haven't been to Narracourt Lake, 
but I have definitely been to Narracourt. It's a beautiful part of the world, the limestone. The limestone co- – no, it's not limestone cove. Coast. The limestone coast, as Greta mentioned, um, yeah, is a lovely part of South Australia in general. I'm a big fan of South Australia. I like South Australia too. You know, Adelaide gets a bit of a bum rap around this town, but I really like it. Does it? it. Yeah, it does. There's a bit of rivalry between Victorians and South Australians. I think a lot of it's linked to football, but a lot of Melbournians sort of trash on Adelaide, but I I always defend it. I love it. I love it when I go there. I like the layout. I like the size of it. I love the lack of traffic and the accessibility of good coffee and parklands. So it ticks a lot of boxes. It's getting more and more parklands all the time. Yeah, and so you know what? Probably the most asked question over the weekend was, where's Palm 20? Going to be. So I think we could – we've disappointed many by not um, having the audio from the from the Listener Meetup recording, but I think we can please a lot by announcing where the next Listener Meetup is going to be. So if you want to hear what happens, you've got to be there. Absolutely. And look, we're not saying we won't try to record better next year so that everybody who doesn't attend can't hear it as well. However, you know, stuff happens. Um, This weekend was evidence and proof of that. So uh, if you want to make sure you don't miss a single word spoken, then you really need to be there in person. And where does everybody need to be, Scotty? Well, we've narrowed it down to a state. So one thing that stood out to us was that we did miss our South Australian Channel 5 news crew people. And so we want to head over to South Australia. We've both said that we're both big fans of it. We haven't got a parkrun location just yet. So we're, we're open to uh, bribes and nominations yes. over the next 12 months. But we, we are willing to be wooed. So if you've got a parkrun event that you want to see um, have a boost in your numbers one weekend of national and, you know, potentially international parkrun adventurers, then send in an application. Tell us why we should visit your parkrun. And I think one thing that worked really well this weekend was that we enjoyed a few freedom runs slash walks. So we had the, the Friday night. Freedom Run Again, that was brilliantly led by Dottie, who gave us a brief history of Newey Park Run that went for about 15 minutes. It was it was a lovely history, though. It was a very emotive. I was wearing sunglasses, which I was grateful for, because I actually teared up a couple of times, Scotty. Did you? Yeah, it's great to hear people speak passionately about their event and the people at their event, and that's exactly what Dottie did. And then Michael, Scott, and Peter... Um, the event director out at Lakeview. A few of us went out there and enjoyed that very tough course, Mel. I'm glad I was just freedom walking it. Um, but I think next listener meetup, we might sort of try and do a few more of those. So absolutely, instead of instead of a particular organised running event on the Sunday, I, I think we're going to throw in a freedom run and brunch because it's a great way for everybody to finish off the weekend together. Um, the running events are good fun too, but with all different distances, you miss people and you potentially yeah. have to start too early and not everybody can make it to breakfast. So I think it'll be a nice way for us to end off the weekend and get a group photo with as many people as possible instead of just lots of smaller group photos over the weekend that misses some people out. 
Yeah, and to be fair, it's all about us. And you and I have not done the fun run on the Sunday morning the previous two years. So, but we have enjoyed breakfast. <laughs> we have, and cheering other people. And and I've felt a little bit sad. I missed out on all the freedom runs in terms of actually put, like doing the courses this weekend just because physically I wasn't up to it. So, I'm looking forward to next year being able to explore uh, some of the other courses because I definitely had FOMO when everybody else was out doing them and even seeing the people who who did road trips from Victoria or Queensland and other areas and they were um, doing freedom runs on their way home and being able to see that on social media and they're just knocking off three to five different events as well on their way home, which is very cool. So I'm keen for more of that action next year. Good. Well, don't make any more babies. After you've got the second one out. Okay. <laughs> time it a bit better. Time it a bit better. I will do my partake. best, Scotty. <laughs> um, so let's crack on to launches and anniversaries this week because the Parkrun world continues. Um, special mention to Parkrun Japan who launched on the weekend. I mean, I could blame my focus was diverted a little bit on Saturday morning with Japan launching and um, every, all, all the rest of the staff out of the country. I was on the incident line, um, but I won't use that as an excuse. I just cocked up. I I didn't do my job properly, but it was a successful morning over in Japan. And wonder if we'll get any listeners. I wonder if our, uh, we'll get more um, downloads from Japan over the next few months. For the podcast, you mean? Yeah. Well, you never yeah. know. Do they? Did, did was there any mention made of the podcast while people were over there? I doubt it. I think they were too excited about Parkrun. Yeah, probably. But you know. But Japan was the uh, third um, most exciting thing scheduled to happen this month. The first, of course, being Palm Nineteen, and no, no, that's actually second. First is Game of Thrones is coming back next week, Scotty. What's that? <laughs> is that a new game? I love games. It's the f- is this the gaming segment? It's the final season of the whole series. You like, yeah, it's kind of a big deal. Hence, Must it be. goes Game of Thrones podcast, Japan launching, something like that. Something the like people that. in Fingal Bay might feel otherwise because they're celebrating their anniversary this week along with Georgetown in Tasmania. And South Toowoomba in Queensland and Warrigal in Victoria. Now, I want to know, Mel, was that your last park run for a long time on the weekend or are you going to try an adventure somewhere and have a crack at breaking that one hour 27 that you set on the weekend? Uh, I've, I've got some adventures still planned. Um, I'm not quite ready to drop a child yet, so... Um, I do have a couple of weeks of volunteering lined up. However, no, I don't. it's not my last one for a long time. There will be more. I, I've noticed you're still only one behind me on the most events list and I can't yet let you take advantage of my situation to get ahead of me in the most events list or at least not too far ahead. So, no. I will. I'll, look, I'll try and play fair, but I probably won't. <laughs> That's being exactly what I'm behind. expecting. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, being one behind. We'll, we'll see how we go. But I, I, I'm not going anywhere new this weekend. Um, the showman's in town. He is. So. He's coming to visit. Yeah, so we're so, going to take yeah, care um, of his Nendi he's- in preparation, preparation for your move down south. Well, I think it's just in preparation for this is the last time he's going to get a weekend to take any photos without having a 
complete entourage of Tiny Urbackers trailing after him. So, um, yeah, he's going to get in a new event. I will be not getting in a new event. Uh, however, that will kind of make up for the fact that I got one last week and he didn't. Um, you should be catching him in the in the run number stakes because he's been volunteering and or just not participating very much lately. So you're doing well on that front, Scotty. Um, yeah, but no no adventures planned for me beyond training some new people to run direct, which is always a little bit of an adventure anyway. Sounds like fun. So, Mel, let's wrap up episode 5959. 59. I love it that we're going to be back on track. So we're never going to talk about episode 113 again. This just sort of syncs us up nicely. I'm not making that promise, Scotty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's going to be a good story to tell when we, if we ever do do episode 113, we can, we can explain why. Exactly. But not this week. No, not this week. This week was all about the Parkrun Adventurers Listener Meetup that did happen. You guys just didn't hear it, but we can guarantee that it did happen. We've got the photos. It was photos. a great weekend. Yep. Lots of photos. Join the Facebook page if you want to see what happened because you can't hear what happened. And let's do it all again in 12 months' time. Mel, let's you and I get together next week for maybe one last time. No, maybe I'm give not. A couple more no. weeks. Okay. Give me a few more weeks. God, everyone's trying to push me out. Did you hear the banter between Lyndall and I? It was awesome. I like, know. Well, just give people some anticipation. We've only just announced this week it's going to be Lyndall. You don't want to give everyone the payoff next week, do you? You need to make them wait in anticipation for a little while. Get some expectations going. And we'll leave you this week with an extended version of the theme music, which is the best theme music we've ever had in the four or three and a bit years of the Parkrun Adventures podcast. Speak to you next week, Mel. Talk to you then, Scotty.